0: Yo, 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 welcome to another edition of the geeky bros podcast. I'm just Darcy.
1: This is Big Geek Kumar. How you doing, bro?
0: I it is a week. It has been a week and it's one of those weeks where new content comes out and we watch that content and then we come here to talk about that content and I am overemphasizing this point because of the content that we have watched this week. And there's been some good ones,
1: and? Let's just say there's been a variety of quality within the content. Uh,
0: variety, yes. That's what, that's what we all want. Variety. We do love variety. <laughs> um, everybody loves a bag of trail mix with uh, um, some, you know, raw chicken thrown amongst it. <laughs>
1: yes, uh, sometimes raw chicken, other times wholly, hopefully barely cooked. And other times, we have a proper meal.
0: <laughs> absolutely. And that that is the variety that we get sometimes. Yes, absolutely. Yes.
1: So, uh, yes, as our title has suggested, and as we are uh, very dramatically preparing our conversation, we have watched uh, initial episodes of the Avatar The Last Airbender. Sorry, the Netflix live-action adaption of The Avatar The Last Airbender series uh now for those of you who uh don't know uh avatar the last airbender came out in like 2005 uh it was and is a incredibly beloved animated mm-hmm. series uh the demographic was like six to 12 year olds uh and ended up having the demographic of like 18 to 37 uh, yeah. year olds, <laughs> and uh and so and also it had a resurgence uh ironically during covid when it was on netflix people were really depressed they started watching this and the next thing you know they're like i'm in love and you know the world isn't as bad as i thought yeah anyway so as someone who fell in love with it back in 2005 uh and also loved it since then and then had uh, was very much enjoying the uh renaissance that went through during 2018 Now the 2024 live-action Netflix adaption has come out, and we have talked a lot about this before it came out uh, throughout uh, the last year and a half, I want to say, on this podcast. And so the series has dropped uh, as of Thursday, and I've watched the first two episodes. Darcy, how many episodes have you seen?
0: I am halfway through the third episode. I have not binged this whole thing. I'll tell you that much.
1: Yeah, I don't think you... uh, Well, I'm not able to binge it as I'm watching it with my partner and we can only watch so much uh, at one time in a day. So, uh, yeah, uh, the curse of working in, you know, adult life. Anyway, so we are going to give our spoiler-free initial reactions to the first two and a bit episodes of season 1 Avatar the Last Airbender now just a, uh, a bit of like background information uh this is uh the showrunner is Albert Kim uh and it has a this sh- series has a lot of very new people on board but we do have some uh big names uh we have uh Paul Song Hung Lee who is playing Uncle Iroh, who's our beloved apa from uh kim's convenience we have ken lung who has been in many things including lost uh, and so on and so forth uh as playing as commander Zhao. and we have the incredibly cut and shredded daniel day kim playing fire lord ozai who's play- who is very much front and center uh well so far uh in the avatar first season compared to what he was in the first one he was just being referenced and he was like a, a shadow of a man mm-hmm Everyone else is. This is pretty much you can tell their first, uh, well,
0: show, uh, and <laughs> first, I, first first time acting. I mean, first show, yeah. first show, first, yes. first Netflix show, first Netflix. Yes, show.
1: first Netflix show. Uh, so anyway, I am. I'm sure I'm not hiding my thoughts about this series, but I will say I am very interested to hear what my bro has to say about this. So, so Darcy. What are your initial spoiler-free thoughts? And ooh, we just in time. Our bro, Tactics, is in the house. Uh, welcome, uh, Tactics. Uh, I do have a question before we jump back to Darcy. Tactics, have you watched any and all or anything of? So you, n- nothing, nothing. Okay, mm. it's gonna be interesting. This is gonna be this, very interesting.
0: This will be our sales pitch. In which direction it goes?
1: I don't um, a sales pitch as it's gonna be like,
0: hey. I could tell you to watch it. I could tell you to not watch it.
1: That's fair. That's fair. All right. So, Darcy, let's start it off. Like, what were your spoiler-free, spoiler-free initial reactions to the first couple episodes?
0: Well, I will say that, um, how do I put this? um you had more enthusiasm for tactics showing up to this show than i have for this show <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um okay. uh, OT, if i ever have the same amount of reaction as i do for the avatar series to you bro like we we got beef and we gotta squash it
0: or or if we have the best show we've ever seen in our life Either way. <laughs> it's on the pendulum um So I will say two main, there's two main pillars of what I feel so far. One, I was right. And two, you guys were also right about something. Okay. So let me start with I'm right because why not? So (laughs) it is visually really on point. It is visually on point. <laughs> it has moments that feel really good and reminiscent. And I'm like, yeah, that, that I remember that they don't last long and they are spread out because there are scenes like I'm watching, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a touch, touch, touch of a spoiler line. All right. Uh, there's just like a, a fight. They introduced jet. Okay. And the team and there's a question of who are you guys and it was a moment where they was like we're the good guys and the way it was said i was just like i'm just bra i can't i can't with it it's just it's just not the vibe and for those who are listening on the podcast i just fell back in my chair that's all i, <laughs> <laughs> so, I just i fell back in my chair i was just i, I couldn't do it with it um However, best choice that they made, and they made some pretty good choices. Um, I actually like how they open the show. They open with something from the past. I'm trying to be non-spoiler here. Mm -hmm. Something from the past, and they they bring it. It's not how the show opens. They get to that part, but they start with a different opener. And I actually thought that was pretty good. Um, I like seeing it, and I like seeing the environments. They do a good job with the environments. The actor actually there's two act how to put this the actors i feel like are closest to the original that remind me of from like this on screen i actually think um uh zuko is actually the best actor of the group he hits the character the best when he's allowed to be the full character so when he's doing the like oh like kind of like um like fumbly like doesn't know what to do in this moment kind of energy he actually got that to me out from for me but there's so many parts of his character written out at times that i'm just like
1: of zuko or sokka
0: sorry sokka i'm thinking of sokka sorry okay
1: okay yeah that fundamentally changes that but okay i'm with you now
0: OK, yeah, sorry, I'm I'm you, you guys know how many podcast episodes. How good am I with names? I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, uh, OK, you ain't worse <laughs> than me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one with the boomerang, um, right? <laughs> so um, it 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 bothered me when we got to the scene related to his lack of sexism. Because it just felt like there was nothing to do. It felt like there was an interaction missing. And because yeah. I, I know, but it's also kind of like, w- we, we don't have enough development between these two people to like why things are going to go the way that they're going to go. So it just, it, and there's a moment where like, um, the, the Kyoshi warrior is um making a statement and it doesn't have as much weight since there's no it's like posturing for no reason yeah so um but yeah um that's that oh oh the other point you guys were right about something um you guys were right about something that i have to agree with at this point I think this show does a good job, a good enough job, at bringing people to the animated series who haven't seen it, potentially. Mm. It does open things up and it's close enough. Like, if you come to me and you're like, yo, I love that Death Note, let me go watch the anime. Like, you're watching two completely different shows, (laughs) they're not related, okay? This This is close enough, okay? This is like when someone tells you a story, but they don't get all the details right. And you go and you, and then you go find out the, like the truth from like, you know, the, the grandpa at the, at the barbecue, and then you get the real details. You're like, okay, you know, okay, he missed some stuff. You know, this is like how that kind of lays out, or it's just like, there's a lot of, of overlap visually. And there's just, it's just missing the heart. It's just missing the heart because they're, they're writing too many things out. Um, and the things that are, probably absolutely different or not like super things that would stand out to me and obviously the the real show is longer so yeah it's it's visually good it's missing the heart it's going to bring people to avatar and i can be happy about that that's that's where i stand
1: okay uh interesting okay so For my uh, initial reactions, and again, this is just the first two episodes. um, Everything I feared did come true. However, it was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, There are... If i'm being fair and leaving nostalgia out of it there are some interesting changes that they've made uh if they wanted to make things a little bit more mature so i think they had some good ideas on how to do that uh like uh, like darcy said the the sets and the, uh, the graphics uh, um are a lot better than i thought it was going to be uh, i initially didn't like the earth bending, but that i grew on me uh, the airbending at times was weird, but then, like, got pretty solid. Firebending is consistent, I would say. I think they yeah. they know how to do firebending. But then again, like, firebending has been used in film a lot more than water, earth, and uh, air have ever been used uh, on, like, a regular uh, basis. So it could be, like, trying to invent a lot of stuff. But with fire, it's pretty pretty solid uh, way of doing it. Um, I'm trying to think of other positives. Uh, They are going about the story in interesting ways, as in they're trying to um, give different perspectives, which I also appreciate. Uh, And... yeah that's pretty much all I could uh, really say like I would say some of the actors are doing a pretty good job with like uncle Iroh is being done well uh, and um uh commander Zhao and sometimes monk yatso that's about it. so I'm gonna start leading into the negatives now uh again, not as bad as I thought it would be like it's not uh it's not like death note. Uh, this is not, like, a, something you're watching and, oh, my God, I, this is, like, I can't watch this. This is not at the level of The Lost Airbender either. Like, now, Granted, I'm talking about the actual lowest of the low here. So, maybe not the best blind, but it's good that they're, they didn't hit the ground. However, this show suffers from acting and line delivery and some fairly poor direction at times uh the kids are by far the worst part of the show unfortunately they are the main stars uh these kids like i don't blame them for this they are very much have no like they they don't know what they're doing uh and they're doing what they're told to do but like there's no life in their uh And they're acting. It's just like they're reading off scripts that are being held in front of them while they're like behind, like uh, in front of the camera, and like they're holding the scripts behind the camera so that they can like read it out. It's that level. And these are kids. Like, I I don't want to like harp on them. It's probably their very first acting job ever. So it's kind of like, okay. Now, I agree with Darcy. Sokka has some life to him on occasion, but it's, Again, on occasion. Zuko, the same thing. He uh, he can occasionally do some good line delivery, but he's like working right next to Paul song Lee. So it's like he has a good scene partner. But Katara and Aang, like, they have next to no hope. I haven't seen a single scene that I've liked with them or a single dialogue that I've liked with them. Um, and to be honest, the direction is... Like, like I, I just looked it up, and the director uh f- for the first two episodes is the same one. So, naturally, the problems with it come in the next episode. So, I'm hoping, uh because, like, basically each, so every two episodes is directed by the same person. So, I'm hoping that one of the other three directors will be better and will be able to get a better... performance from the children or at least a better line delivery uh and in terms of their uh their action sequences the children are the ones who are by far the most awkward again makes sense i'm not blaming the children for this i'm blaming the director for this uh and this this had potential which is a little sad to say see go down this way but the potential isn't going great. Right. So, uh, yeah, also the costume and makeup is not the best. Like, uh, I thought based off our pictures that we'd seen, that they would be a little bit more. I don't know how to describe it. More. Like, they feel more lived in. These feel like really pristine really nice looking cosplays that are like a really good quality, but like for actual like production, it feels like they kind of phoned in with the the materials. Like it's kind of like you would expect them to have good materials, not that cosplay uh, has bad materials. This is that you work with what you can afford or what you can get. A production should be able to get at least authentic stuff. And these costumes don't feel authentic. They feel like they're just trying to look like something else so i'm i'm giving this a five out of ten in the like the two episodes that i've seen again i don't blame uh the actors for this i blame the directors i'm kind of hoping that the next couple of episodes with a different director will be different and have a better story but uh or i should say a better uh execution of the story but yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at um oh we lost Darcy so tactics uh based off these uh these initial reactions early reviews of the first two and a bit episodes of avatar what are your excitement levels for checking this out
2: y'all got me really excited to watch this now I'm mm-hmm, being mm-hmm, honest mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. um no in all seriousness I I'm still I'm still gonna check it out despite the, the negative comments that you guys made about it because I just kind of, I'm for my own personal curiosity, I just want to see for myself because originally watching the animated show, that was a rough start for me as well. Like even when I saw the trailers, it was yeah. super campy. Uh, but, you know, the show eventually grew on me and there was a lot of, obviously there was a lot of depth and it became a beloved show for myself as well as uh, many others who have tuned in and watched the show. Um so I'm hoping that this can kind of follow in that same vein because I know that you guys you guys haven't really finished the season yet so there's still potential for it to grow. So hopefully it kind of picks up steam and like it gets better as the show progresses. Yeah. And yeah, if it doesn't that it just kind of goes to show that you know live action there's some properties that just don't work when you try to develop them into a live action iteration like uh, a very weird example of this is like simpsons or like family guy i don't see how something like that would work in a live action setting like you've just grown so accustomed to the animation that it doesn't need to be touched in that regard and maybe that's the case with avatar right in terms of the costumes i i understand what you're saying about like how they look super pristine and like not very well worn out out in terms of that time. I just... I mean, for me, it's just kind of like... I'm kind of chalking it up to, like, if you watch... If you ever sat down and watched, like, a live-action musical where, like, the costumes are very, like, you know, very pristine and very proper and yeah. And keep in mind, we got, like, more of, like, a realistic costume design in M. Night Shyamalan's version, and that movie was ass. And so... For this, I'm just kind of like, okay, well, at least they look the part. Yes, it looks it, – because it's live action, it kind of takes you out of it. It's just like, yeah, Fair. it's very, very perfect. But they at least all kind of – they at least all look the part. They all dress appropriately to the, to the show. So for me, that – even though I haven't seen oh. it, it there, has okay. really bothered me.
1: <laughs> okay, so on on that exact front, there is one thing that, I honestly, I can't get past. Zuko's scar. Mm-hmm. First of all, this col- the the discoloration on his eye changes from scene to scene.
2: Mm.
1: In terms of like the severity,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but like let's say overall, it mostly looks like he forgot to put suntan lotion on his eye and put it on everywhere
2: else. Yo, know, you don't know. Maybe he's using some kind of special cream, you know, to dress it up a little bit. You know, you don't know. It looks like
1: a bad <laughs> burn when you're out in the beach but on your freaking eye and i'm just bro,
2: like yo he he probably has some super strong polysporin you don't know what he's using bro like, <laughs> okay, you don't okay. know what he's using man like i'm just
1: like i was <laughs> like why is it darker now why is it lighter now why is it just a burn? like where's the burn it's supposed to be a burn like a second degree burn
2: okay but in terms of like the actual storyline though like i uh, in inter- like how authentic is it to or, how accurate you know, is the depiction? I,
1: okay, I would say it's about. Okay, so do, do you remember we talked about Cowboy Bebop? And I was yeah. like, th- this is just like a lame attempt. Yeah. This is just above that. Because, like, they are going through the story, they are trying to update it. And, but the thing is, they're still following the same story and they're making changes. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Other times I'm like, why did they do that? But not in like a how dare they do that, more like a mm-hmm. but why did they do that? Like for a, a very, very small example. In the first episode, when uh Zuko is training and Uncle Iroh is watching. In the mm-hmm. in the first episode of the animated series, Zuko was learning from Iro. Iro was like, No, 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 you're you're focusing too much on the muscle, you're not focusing on the breath. Mm-hmm. And like he's like, Do it again, do it again. Uh, in this, he's like, Good job. Now have some tea. And I was like okay
2: i don't know man honestly i think there's something about anime as a whole for most animes anyway that i feel is just so hard to translate into live action
1: agreed i'm Mm -hmm. giving this a little bit of room and that's why like this example i'm not saying it's a bad choice yeah but i was like it leaves me wondering why did they make that change now, with Darcy's example uh, regarding Saka's change, mm-hmm. that I feel was a legitimate, unnecessary change because it like it took out uh, a character development moment, and also it made the interaction with him and Suki kind of random. Like, mm. like you said, it's like he's making a po- they're they're both having a conversation that's making a point, but like, what's the why was that point being made? There's mm-hmm. no setup for it. Other choices, like for example, the like the opening ten minutes of uh of season, of episode one are actually interesting because it's like, hey, we're actually not following. Like it's completely made up, uh, completely new content, nothing from the original series, and you're just like, that's interesting. It's dark. It's a little dark as well. Uh, and you're just like, okay, like there are a couple of changes. I like a couple narrative choices i might have done but at the same time it wasn't a bad opening
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i was like okay and then the rest of the episode happened i was like okay mm. so it, it's i would say it's about 80 percent or 85 percent of the story being kept
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh and 20 to 15 percent of changes to kind of make it more like its own thing but at the same time make it darker and more modern like i uh, i saw someone on tiktok saying uh like i, I don't know what he's referring to but he, uh they were saying i like the change that they did with fire lord ozai now in my mind i'm like oh i haven't seen him yet so like i like i've seen him but like i haven't like seen him do anything Mm-hmm. uh and i'm just like okay I'm, I'm interested to see i'm interested to see where this goes there's i'm going to keep going unless like my my partner and i are just like we can't do this anymore uh i but it's not giving me it's not at one piece adaption level but it's i can't believe i going to say this it's not at the ends of like it's not the last airbender level it's not quite at uh um what you call it uh death notes level did
2: did you watch one piece the the the, anime
1: i watched uh, a couple a couple episodes but i haven't actually watched it but like the live action adaption i knew was referencing stuff but Mm -hmm. it's not a bad show this has weaknesses that come from the direction and from the actors I don't blame the actors. It's not their fault. It's their kids. They're, it's their first introduction to like, like Hollywood, and we've seen kids do really good jobs, like like Stranger Things, for example, or Game of Thrones. Kids can be good actors. I blame the directors in this situation because they're not like the, the kids have no life in their performance, and I'm like, I'm really hoping this changes as as the show goes on.
2: Mm -hmm. interesting
1: very interesting i am interested to see what the changes are I, i didn't think i would say that but some of the changes i'm just like let's just say so far in the first two episodes some of the changes are not terrible and so therefore i have nothing to like criticize welcome back darcy (laughs)
0: <laughs> thank you i was having some serious amount of technical difficulties can you hear me yes <laughs> i have a story for you guys after the podcast okay. <laughs> <laughs> i heard so, a lot yeah. of what you said though i've been listening for a while i just haven't i'm glad I didn't have a camera. Here's my other camera. It's not working. <laughs> okay. Well, the
1: good news is, hopefully, by next week, all three of us would have watched at least the first three episodes, at the very least, because like uh, Darcy, as you've probably heard, tactics is is not dissuaded from watching the show.
0: That I mean, that's that's good in in many ways. Um, I will <laughs> say, um, if you only make it through three minutes, thirty minutes, I'm also game to hear your review as well. <laughs> yes. No, I, I think you'll make it through more if you're not dissuaded at this point. So. Mm-hmm.
1: But to answer your question, Darcy, I truly believe that this will have a lot of people interested in watching the animated series because if they enjoy this, but are like, oh, you know, it was fun, but like it could have been better. Someone they'll be like, "Well, have you watched the animated series?" like, "Oh, I'll check it out." And then they watch it be like, "Damn."
0: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that there is going to be uh, a chance. But, you know, at the same time, I had the other thought of like, what if people, because there are people that want um, like depth, right? They want the the nuance of the character. But there's some people who want things to be more expedited. And will some of those people watch the the show and feel it's slow? And then be like, nah, I like the show, the, the Netflix oh. live adaption more because of the pacing. And, you know, like some, because some, some people are like, how to put this? Some people only watch like action films and more like not that deep of films. I'm not saying all people, just some people. And so I, I just kind of wonder if there's going to be like a bunch of people. It, it's still good no matter what. Like a bunch of people rush towards the property. And then, you know, some people be like, nah, Netflix is better. Because I just I just know I just know. Someone's gonna go to me at one point. We're like, no, nah, I think the Netflix Avatar: Last Airbender is better. I'm gonna be like, ah,
1: god damn. <laughs> okay, well, actually, that's an interesting question. T, from your perspective, because uh, I know you've you've watched the entire series and you've also watched Korra, so you've kind of seen like from beginning to end it more recently than I have. So like, I, like I'm kind of contaminated, in my opinion. When you first watched Avatar, the first season, and you even admitted that you were having trouble with it, did you find that the action was wanting?
2: Wanting? What do you mean?
1: Like it was it was lacking in any like significance or epicness?
2: The action? Uh, I mean, it's been so long since I've seen it. I I I wouldn't say so. I don't think that's what deterred me initially. I think. For me, it just came off as a very campy show initially in the first couple of episodes, and it took me a while to really kind of immerse myself in what was happening. Because mm. I, before you um, told me to watch it, I tried watching the first episode like long time ago prior to, and I was just like, yeah, no. Nah. After the first episode, I couldn't <laughs> even get to the first episode. I was like, this ain't for me. And then you know you and. You and I became friends, along with Darcy, and you guys were always talking about it. And I think Umar, you were the one who was just like, "Yeah, just check it out. Trust me, it gets better." So I gave it another try, and you were right; it does get better. And so, yeah, I I I, I thought there was a good amount of action, but I so I, I found Cora had more action overall. Yeah, yeah, but but. Avatar The the Last Airbender was a much more enriched story I feel like it was more and I I think that was partially because the way they set up Korra was like each season was self-contained was a self-contained yeah, which I
1: felt worked against them
2: Yeah. Whereas Avatar, it was like spread out over three consecutive seasons and it was all for one ultimate goal. So you, you were very much invested and wanted to see the end result of what was going to happen in the entire series. So it, it kept you on your toes in that regard because they basically from the get go set up the fact that Aang was going to be this, like this prophet, right. That was going to save the entire world or save, save the entire community and, and, and things of that nature. So you were very much invested in his storyline and wanted to see more. So I think that's kind of what captivated me more so than the actual action okay. itself. But yeah, hopefully that answers your question.
1: It does. I, the only reason I was asking, because like, it, for me, I always focus on both the action and also the... Because the thing is, like, I saw... this. Oh, it was so long ago. Like, um, I can't remember my feeling of the magic. watching it for the first time like i've watched it so many times since then
2: so here's the thing and this is what i this is kind of what i was alluding to with uh how certain properties don't translate well in live action i don't and i don't think we've seen it yet especially in anime where you take an anime property and you try to Translate it to live action. It it definitely misses that essence, that 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 magic that we have and that we love when we watch these animated movies. Right? It's almost akin to like. I mean, they're starting to kind of figure things out with like that of. Um, and this is not anime, but it's animation in that of like Super Mario Brothers and yeah. the Sonic movies, where it's like, like it 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 has a nostalgia factor built in, where you're like, oh man, like this reminds me of like when I played this game on this level and and whatnot. I think they need to st- cultivate something for that. Some sort of not. I don't know if it's nostalgia is what you would call it, but they need to capture that same kind of essence. And if they're going to revamp it the way they did with Sonic and Super Mario Brothers, they need to find a way to like take that essence and that magic from anime and have it somehow translate into live action. Otherwise, it doesn't really work. And it sounds like in your case, that's the issue. With this live action movie or this live action show? Honestly, at present, the worst
1: aspect of the series has been the actors for me. Mm -hmm. If they had better actors or if the director was doing a better job giving some life to these children's performances, I wouldn't have as much of a problem. But like the line delivery of these children is terrible sometimes like like darcy uh how he fell back in his chair i was doing that and like my partner was also like ooh but at the same time she was laughing at me and she like she was more entertained by my reaction than the actual show mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. and <laughs> i mean that, know, that, that that's a common theme yeah. <laughs> like greed, But, 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 <laughs> but like,
0: you know I'm, I'm that's a good place to be it's like this isn't good content but you are so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah,
1: I, like, I like the ideas. I I feel had they gotten Brian uh, and all of them to be in charge and gotten more, like, I want to look into these directors to see, like, just how much actual work they've done. I saw, like, the guy who did the first uh, two episodes, he's done a whole bunch of CW shows. That doesn't surprise me in terms of what I'm watching in th- the first two episodes.
0: That... I that is accurate. CW is a great way to summarize what this feels like. Oh, that explains everything.
1: I literally just read it right now and I was like, "Mm." Uh,
0: yeah, tactics. That's all you need to know. It's Avatar CW style. (laughs) Yeah, Now, now you know when you get exactly what you're getting into.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and people like the CW, so like good for them, but like for other people, it's like. Who are these people?
0: Yeah.
2: Like they def- C- CW C- is like non-existent right now, bro. Well, they've
1: they, they they had to cancel all their shows. Yeah, we're, exactly. We're, we're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, hold on, hold on. Arrow went on for a long time. Flash went on for a long time. Where,
2: where are they at now? Supergirl
1: yeah. went for
0: a long time. Where but, are they at now, though? Let's check the records on this. Okay, let's check the records real quick. Okay. okay. See, CW's biggest problem has been when they write the, the story. Because what happens with the story is season one sets up a problem. Season two expands kind of on that problem, but repeats it. Season three repeats the same problem. Season four plus is the season one all over again, (laughs) as if it didn't happen. And that's what they do. Like, who has Superman fought? Every fucking season in this show, himself, literally the last two seasons, he's literally been fighting his actual self in a mirror reverse of him. So, like, that's all CW does. At least with this one, someone wrote a map for all the seasons and they just have to try to follow it, okay? Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. So, uh, <laughs>
0: I I got triggered there. Okay. No, no, no.
1: You like appropriately. So I got triggered. I'm just trying to keep it on the under- wraps. So I'm glad you got to release what I was feeling because like we got some comments going on. Like Jimmy's like I've seen better acting on CW. He's not entirely wrong. Like sometimes CW can do a good performance or a good episode here and there. I haven't wa- like there are moments in Avatar that are actually like oh that's interesting and then they go away. And I'm like, oh, then then the children come back. And like Elliot is like talking about like Smallville all over again. I mean, first season of Smallville back in the day, I was enjoying it, but that was until I realized, yo, this is not going great. And like this show kind of has that element to it. And I'm just like, you have quality, you have a roadmap.
0: Yeah. Why
1: aren't you doing anything with these actors to get to it?
0: Yeah. By the way, Umar um for brooklyn 99 reference i just realized i felt like captain holt there we remember when he would had the conversation about <laughs> dentists and, and who are doctors apparently
1: that's the trigger for me <laughs>
0: yeah was... yep, that was that's exactly how i felt yeah well it was
1: like uh like dentists and like uh, the different oh yeah no that like uh uh doctors are co-opting uh phds yeah uh, and, yeah, and like he just lost it on on sterling k brown yeah <laughs> yeah yep, yep, that was so a great that's... episode yeah, that's how I felt right now. Anyways, yeah. all right, all right. I think I think we've sufficiently uh, covered this. So uh, n- uh, hopefully by next week, we'll uh, Darcy and I will have gotten further in the series, and Tactics would have checked out the series, and we will give a more spoilery discussion. So moving on to our next topic, which is going to be something that is both hurtful and hopeful. So news broke out this week about a concept art pitch for to Warner Brothers. Now, the people who uh, had worked in the art department on, uh, uh, let me just check, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and also Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse went to Warner Brothers, got a meeting, even though they were told repeatedly that, uh, that this would be a no to their proposal. But they had brought out concept art for An animated Batman Beyond movie. And the answer was still no. However, by the end of the meeting, instead of being a hard, never going to happen, it turned into a, maybe we'll see what happens. We'll see how this goes. Now, having looked at the concept art and also understandably being desperate for a proper adaptation of the batman beyond animated excuse me series which is batman in the future or i'd say a new batman in the future this concept art gave me some hope warner brothers reaction just me the fuck off yeah. so i wanted
0: um, to umar to, just to clarify a question here is this pre-James Gunn Warner Brothers or current James Gunn Warner Brothers?
1: Th- oh, that is a good question. I want to I, find I, out. I
0: got the feeling that it's pre, because I think I read somewhere they said that they haven't got a chance to talk to James Gunn yet. They've been trying to go up the ladder, and I thought that them releasing this was their yes. chance to try uh, to get it in front of him.
1: Yes, so we have we have been pitching our way up the company hoping to get to James Gunn, but, yeah. uh, but for now, he uh, it hasn't happened
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to be clear, like the old DC Warner Brothers management completely outright rejected and went to a maybe and they haven't got a chance to see the man who may give this an approval. Exactly. So
1: I want to, uh, well, it is very clear about my tone and how I describe this, how I feel about this, but I wanted to hear what my bros have to think about this. So T, what are your thoughts? on First of all, what are your thoughts on the concept art itself? And secondly, what are your thoughts on Warner Brothers
2: response to it? You know I love this. Everything about this. I've I've been so excited for this for so long. You know, like, it's no secret that I've wanted a Batman Beyond property to come to life in some capacity for a very long time. And I'm calling it right now. I think this is going to happen. I think James Gunn is going to green light this because why not, right? I look at all the attention it's getting right now. This is giving me, like, leaked Deadpool... Test footage vibes yeah. all over again. And I think James Gunn is gonna be well, because the, the thing is, they had already they are already had plans for a Batman Beyond project to happen in the works in the future with Michael Keaton attached to play old man Batman, and then obviously actually that was actually predicated on the success of, of the flash of the flash well, we all we all know how that went so darcy. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so darcy's darcy pretty much said it so we all know how that went right so they scrapped it but now because this is resurfacing or this is coming to coming to light I think James Gunn is going to look at this and be like, okay, there's money to be made here. Uh, Obviously Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is did, did extremely well. They're bank. They're making bank. Like let's do the same thing for DC. And the Darcy also mentioned this a couple weeks ago, how you know they wanna they, they're making plans to do like Else World stories, or at least James Gunn has the intention of doing else world stories. So this just makes sense. So I'm calling it and saying that James Gunn is definitely going to see this and he's gonna be like, okay, after after we figure out our situation with Batman Brave and the Bold, um we're gonna get on the on to this uh Batman Beyond story as an Else World thing. And I, maybe even they might even get michael keaton i don't know i'm not sure if he's ever done an animated movie i don't know if it's going to be worth it for him to do that but uh, he's so talented he could
1: easily do voice acting i don't think that's a problem
2: no well if he wants to I mean, I, that's that's the question like gotcha. do he actually want to do an animated thing or is that does he feel like that's beneath him
0: I don't. He doesn't strike me as a guy who would think like that'd be beneath him, especially. Yeah, he, he did Beetlejuice, and he like. I mean, he's coming he, back for Beetlejuice. <laughs> exactly, and
2: yeah, but that, that that's also because he loves working with um Tim Burton. Okay, yeah. fine, but like,
1: uh, like I, I still again. I feel he should be. It won't be a hard sell to get him to come back for
0: this so I uh, i to answer your question the man does not have a problem doing voice work i'm on his imdb searching the word voice he has 16 different properties including minions really, really? yeah mike michael keaton he's been in the call of duty video game he's done toy okay? story tunes hawaiian vacation he's done cars race-o-rama which is a video game um multiple car stuff um yeah gary the rat he played jerry andrews uh king of the hill he was a character on king of the hill that right. TV good point show. good point
2: oh uh, yeah he's okay. also a comedian isn't he yeah he 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 started off as a comedian right so,
0: so yeah i i see i see absolutely no hindrance of that and in a way he's he's uh if he did the voice acting for this he's like the closest thing to to the og um I'm, the name just yeah. slipped my mind right now Kevin because Con- that's
1: Conroy Elliot's talking about it in the chat right yeah, now so, he,
2: so, yeah so to Elliot's point I agree like Kevin is the OG and like to hear his like to hear a an other, like another version of the Batman voice that's not Kevin Conroy is going to feel very jarring but like who else like I, I feel like Michael Keaton would be the next best bet I mean he doesn't have a distinct Voice per se, but the fact that like he was going to have he was going to be old man Bruce in a live action version of Batman Beyond, like I can't see anyone else picking up the mantle that would hold the same amount of weight as as him.
1: Michael Keaton is a very distinguished actor in his own right. He Mm. also has, now that he's aged, a very good strong voice and i and this is coming from his most recent uh performances now i think that i while i mean (laughs) comparing to kevin conroy is almost an unfair task because it's like the voice that all of us have for him Mm -hmm. god that's beautiful uh good shot uh, yeah so for those of you on the podcast we are uh we're actually showcasing the art that was the concept art that was released and it is it is quite beautiful but um going back to my point i i, I think d- just actually hold on darcy what what are your thoughts because <laughs> like uh, we, we kind of like escaped you off.
0: oh absolutely um the second you guys posted this in the in the the chat and um i saw it i went right to the twitter post that this was associated with and i wrote take my money bags um take my money um i just want to put a tweet out there you know keep that popularity tree tree going so that uh you know it gets all this web to, to to james gunn absolutely this is absolutely the best dc property to do that of the into the spider verse it has both the natural aesthetic to actually look appropriate for this um like uh, having that kind of like, animated style by those those individuals as well as i think it's also the, one of the hardest properties to adopt or uh, adapt sorry into live action uh, yes it's possible yeah. but i would i feel like it would end up feeling either very nanotechish. Like somebody might might go that route with the doing a 3D animated suit, which might not be the greatest, um, or it might end up being overly practical and might look amazing, but it might end up like we've seen some really cool like uh, CGI ideas for what uh, or concept art for what the Batman Beyond would look like in a practical suit. But I think doing this as animated would just st- hit the landing, stick it way way better, and these guys have already shown that they know what they're doing. And I think it would go to a completely different level. And I think the one thing that could be really good about this is that I think it could be into the spider verse, but a little bit more adult, like a little mm-hmm. bit more towards the, I'm not saying rated R, okay. but like more mature area. And I think that would just be really fantastic. And I'm not trying to make it like hardcore, like it's not Deadpool or nothing like that, but just, I think there's a little, like it's a little bit older, Audience, it could capture in its tone, and I think that would be fantastic. And we already proven, like, into the Spider Verse his and that series has already opened up the audience that adults are watching it. It's not a kids thing anymore. So, yeah, um, I was going to—that was
1: going to be my point because, like, into the Spider Verse and across the Spider Verse, none of them, like, they weren't kids shows. Like, they, like, people were getting shot in that the, these things. But, but, I,
2: but I think more so the subject matter because Terry McGinnis is a, is much older than mm,
1: he's uh about a year old, like, if that for miles because they're both high schoolers
0: yeah no that's true what really Uh, yep yeah Uh, terry went
1: to high school that's that like he was 16 when he met uh, bruce
0: yeah oh yeah that's right it is true but there still is a tone in that story gotham
1: is different than new york because gotham is a lot more fucked up
0: yeah, it is. And like especially when you go back to like the Amanda Waller and how she created him part of the storyline, like that alone like is a much more mature topic. And I'm not saying that like like uh, Miles Morales story is by any means immature, right? I agree. I agree. It's it's just, it's just I feel like the action and the brutality that can happen in this could just be that little bit more that makes it less of a copy, right? Because it it just gives it that little bit of difference where everyone wants to see it, and they're like, "Oh, is it going to be the same?" And then they show you a scene where it's Batman. There's like some darkness that you don't have with the Spider-Man uh, franchise, where he's like coming out of the dark, for instance, and yeah. and the, the the fight scenes are a little bit harder. And I think it just would be, ooh, I could just feel it. Yeah. So for me, like,
1: uh, so Jimmy, uh, in, in uh, a private chat, he he basically when this news broke. He basically, his one thing was, do it, you cowards. Honestly, that is exactly how I feel. Uh, now, Jimmy's also saying in the chat, I forgot who it was, but there was a voice actor who actually sounded 99% like Conroy. I remember that too. I think, that, was that um, the Batman versus the Turtles movie? Because like for the most part of that film, I was not sure if it was Kevin Conroy voicing it or not. Hmm. But uh, anyway, so in my opinion, this should be done. This sh- this is, a no- in-, in my brain, a no-brainer. However, I do see what you mean, uh, Darcy, about doing it like Because a- the thing is, like, Terry... Even Batman Beyond as-, as a show in itself, it wasn't a funny show. It wasn't... In- like, there were episodes that were more lighthearted because they could do, like, a high school version of it. But, like, that was made for kids. If you're doing if you're going to appeal to the audience of Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, it is shown that darker, more intense, or even like... uh, like Spider-Man is comedic because he's making comments. Mm. Ah, Maybot... Okay, Maybot's right. It's cheeky, not funny. Yes. Because he's being sarcastic, there's wit involved. There's, There's quips. So that naturally makes someone chuckle a little bit but it's because he's trying to lighten up a dark situation like he's going up against an adult batman beyond wasn't like terry was a punk who was agitating his opponent and i see that as darker in tone so I, i i now see what you're what you're referring to darcy but uh Yeah, a live action adaption has risks involved. But granted, we have the technology for it because, like, look like Black Panther and Iron Man have proven like we can do suits pretty well. But Batman Beyond has a more like it has to have a more personable face. Yeah. And that's hard to do. Uh, So, uh, I mean, I really loved Into the Spider Verse and Across the Spider Verse. Uh, Jimmy found the guy. It's Troy Baker. It was the voice for Batman versus TMNT.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I, I I mean I still I'm want getting, Michael
1: Keaton. I still want Michael Keaton, but, but that's just me.
0: I think I think Michael Keaton's name on the bill would um, would help sell the show. Yeah. Right. Um. And I, I I'm I'm all for it. And yeah, I just like where's my money? Okay. Let me give you some money right now. Let's get the show going. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, uh, and honestly, the way online, I haven't seen anyone saying this is a bad idea. Just like what like like you were saying tactics when they dropped the deadpool leaked footage everyone was like where the f-? like people were saying do it you cowards throw me- here's my money all that sort of shit this had a similar reaction so I- i'm with you on this i'm kind of hoping that james gunn has now like heard about this and he's like i'm people sorry they've been it. wanting to meet me and you guys have said no
0: yeah yeah, exactly. This is perfect Elseworlds content. A hundred percent. And like, I, I, I was saying this in another group chat with us, uh, with like, more bros in it, is that like I have not been excited for DC animated nothing for a minute, like for a minute, like there's just there's no more. They, movies that they point in out
1: the ball, man. I
0: just like, and, and even when they're like when they're doing better, like the last one that came out, I was like, like Tactics and I were both like, we're bored. Like yeah. I watched it and I was like fell asleep midway through and i woke up and i was like all right oh the infinite off. the uh, uh the the latest on the one, yeah. oh, i don't know which one i just it fell asleep trash. bro like i like, am just it's just it's just not it it's just not it and like we need something new and like this would set a whole different playing field for like pushing the, the limit in the dc side of things so like just do it you cowards like let's go yeah 100% <laughs> All right, moving on to
1: our next topic. Now, the next topic is going to be taken over by my bros because I have not seen this yet. So in many ways, they're going to be pitching me this show. Uh, Howard, so Amazon's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, It has been uh, released, uh, I think, uh, on February 2nd. Uh, It stars uh, Donald Glover and Maya Erskine. Uh, it was created by Francesca Sloan and Donald Glover, and it is uh, – well, actually, I'm, I'm going to leave it there because I don't know what it is. So uh, Darcy, take it from here, man. Uh, what are What are your spoiler-free reviews of Mr. and Mrs. Smith?
0: uh definitely a must watch show this this show Ooh. i loved it um i uh my partner and i sat down we watched like three episodes the first night um picked it up and like, i think watched the last five the next time we sat down <laughs> that's, like that's that tells you all enough right and they're, they're not short episodes they're like like forty oh, really? minutes, an hour long kind of deal okay um it's i love it and like yeah it's a departure in many ways from the mr smith movie but I never watched it going like, oh, I need it to be more tonally like that. I actually not not at all, because what I like about this is and I'm trying to be spoiler free here, but it's like they sat down and they go, the Mr. and Smith's concept is really interesting and would be really interesting to blend this idea of two agents who have to work together, but not so much. They don't know that they're agents but what if they did and what if they were in their own world kind of like a John Wick world and it gets it's i'll give you a, a, the light premise so
1: they're they're like a like uh like the agency put them together yes and they know and, and, th- and their cover is that they're a married couple
0: it, their cover is that they're mr and mrs smith and every okay. every there are many mr and mrs smiths in this world a very different oh. variety and they are they have to execute on missions together and you're going on the exploration with them as they go in that pursuit and uh goes right from the very beginning where they barely know what the fuck they're doing <laughs> to to when they are far more masterful at what they're doing okay um but they're these two are always seem to be not fully in the loop and it seems to be that the agency which is the most ambiguous thing, which is part of the allure, um, are not telling them everything on purpose. And it's, um, it's, it's, I I love it. And I love it also because I am sitting there watching it and we get to this scene, my partner and I, and they order coffee and tea for like their, on the first mission. And she orders the coffee like black. It was, I think it was black. Right. And, uh, and, uh, he orders tea and they put it down and they put it down the wrong person and their reaction to how they put it down my partner was like fuck that's us <laughs> like it was like <laughs> who would be us and uh, tactics had messaged like oh I think you guys would like it and we're watching it we're like is it because he, he sees us in it because we see ourselves <laughs> heavily in these characters because yep. <laughs> so- like the way she is like my partner is more like um Assertive and more like, uh, like can be sweet but aggressive, and it's like a cultural, uh, dynamic thing. And he's a lot more like calm in a lot of the situations. He's a little more zen than I am in some ways, but, um, uh, like doing a little more yoga, but I do animal flow, so it's very similar. Um, <laughs> and and just like and the tone between them and their interactions, I was like, holy crap. And then there's like stuff that she does. Were she actually weird in their relationship because they do a lot of building of the relationship dynamic right. not just the action there's a lot in the relationship and it feels like i'm like yeah there's some stuff that's very similar there's like stuff that they get to later on um where it, we're not like that now but there might have been some of that in the past right and um but yeah it 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 hits and it like it, it just really works. I just really love how they took the concept and they expanded on it and they made it this own little universe. And the season finale. Oh, where is season two? Like that that shit needs to come now. Like where is it? Like you don't you don't leave a brother like that. You don't leave a brother like that. You know. But, it, I'm, but if I'm, they I'm it, up
2: here. I, I feel you. But if they end it too, I'm like ah. Uh, no, like, I know. I'm torn i know but i'm like that's 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 a good
0: ending oh i i do hear you like it's just in in the one thing about this umar like for for just prefacing getting into this show yeah is that it's not a like every episode is not continuous off the last it's more like moments in time so it's like i don't really know the time frame that we experience this but it feels like We're with them for a year, but we're seeing them every couple of months, kind of a deal. Um, And everything always, which this is really good. It comes from David, um, uh, 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 sorry, not David, Donald Glover, uh, in terms of his like style a lot, which I feel is influenced in here, is that everything feels like it's real and living and in motion and we just come in at this moment and it continues with us we don't come in where it's like um let's slowly introduce this this thing it's like no no no, this is just where this story starts it starts here we started at this moment and we just keep moving stuff's happened before you know stuff's happened before we're not gonna like explain it and it but i just like it because it it doesn't feel like characters are stopping for the camera the camera has to jump in at the right moment cuz right. this is actually happening in real life yeah. um yeah it's it's really good plus it's like they also bring in great great actors ron perlman in this i'm like oh he's going to be so good and he comes in and he's like nothing like i thought he was going to be <laughs> but that makes him so much better like it's just like he was not the character you were anticipating at all <laughs> And, uh, and it just shows how good of an actor he is and he put himself out in the ways that he put himself out in this so yeah <laughs> this this is for me honestly like i'm 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 on like four point five five point five out of ten Or oh, sorry 4.5 i was thinking of a rating out of five it's like a oh my god eight. i was
1: like i was like dude Sorry, wait, wait,
0: wait, this is like a nine out of ten nine point five out of ten kind of deal for me i i i i i know we normally do it at ten and all of a sudden i just did it at a five in my brain <laughs> yeah no this is this is absolutely solid the actors just deliver all the um extra cast that comes in to do scenes and stuff like that. They they all bring it wherever w- with whatever they're doing. And I definitely see this as if they continue the second season, that we're gonna get a whole lot of like just big names showing up in this to play mm-hmm. small roles because um especially some of them, like there's another Mr. and Mr. Smith characters that they meet and they really get to have fun with those characters. They really get to have fun with those characters. And so like, I can see people just wanting to show up to play because you're, you're, you're acting on a high level, but you're, you're also getting really to like play, play it up when you want to.
1: Yeah. So, just uh, uh, before we go to tactics, uh, Maybot says, interestingly enough, uh, her partner also uh, and her also found their relationship relatable. Uh, th- like she's saying, we would just look at each other and give each other cut eye, but <laughs> lightheartedly. <laughs> and she's like, all episodes were like eight to 10 uh, with the exception of the therapist episode, that one dragged.
0: Yeah, I, actually one, one more note on that thought because like as Maybot say, said those points, it made me think it's like at the very beginning, these people get paired and you immediately think, I don't know if these people are compatible. Bruh, that changes fast on you because <laughs> these actors really bring it in a way where you're like, shit. And then I saw a comment of them later and she, um, the actress who plays his wife actually attended his real life wedding. So uh um, oh, okay yeah, so just friends. like yeah, yeah, and so it was like, yeah okay, yeah, they they, they built up like, like like chemistry for like in a in a real way, not obviously like for real, but in a real way.
2: and yeah. he had the wedding in between shooting.
0: Oh, that explains exactly why she got invited. Kind of <laughs> yeah,
2: like cause basically, basically he was like they were they were in the they had a schedule uh, shoot day and then they had like a I think they had a five hour break in between. Yeah, And he just goes to his fiance. He's like, hey, do you just want to get married like today at this time? And she's like, all right, cool. And so they just ended up going and getting married and then they went out for dinner after and then he went back to shooting.
0: <laughs> that's awesome yeah okay i remember the comment from from the the actress who plays this, his wife in this she said "Your are beautiful you're, your your wedding was really beautiful and mm. so it might, might have played at last minute but they did a good job apparently so
2: yeah. and i think she's i think she's dating isn't she dating jack quaid
1: uh i know my experience in a movie with jack quaid as like this love interest but i didn't know they're actually dating Hmm. Uh, so, uh, T, what did you think of uh, of all, of this series?
2: Absolutely love the show. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Childish Game, or excuse me, Donald Glover. And um, I have been for a long time, ever since his Derek Comedy days. So I'm most likely going to support anything this guy does, uh, with the exception of uh, the, the solo movie. I haven't seen that yet. But um, in regards to the show, I love the show. I... I'm going to give it a nine out of 10 mainly for the commentary and like the chemistry between these two actors, because they did a phenomenal job in depicting what most relationships are like. I mean, a lot of the conversations that they were having, I was sitting back and I was like, Ooh, I've been there. I've definitely been there. Um, But if you're going into this um, and you're, you're, or you're watching this current podcast and you're thinking, Oh, like, I don't know if I should watch this or not. And if, you're going into it thinking or expecting it to be similar or a carbon copy of the movie. It's not, not by any stretch of the imagination. It's a completely different thing. Like Darcy said. Um, And it's more so of the, like, like they're not, these characters are not playing Mr. And Mrs. Smith from the movies. Like every, there's multiple agents or spies under that, that alias of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So there's a lot of them called Jane and John Smith essentially. So it's basically, it's more so, um, do you guys ever remember the, the movie, uh, triple X with, uh, Vin Diesel?
1: Uh, I didn't watch it, but I know of it. Yes.
2: Okay. So, triple x what in the first movie it was basically he was considered to be triple x and then when they did the sequel triple x was just kind of like an alias that anyone could uphold kind of like similar to like 007 or whatever right. so it's just it's in the same vein or same fashion as as that so once you kind of get past that and you and you accept the the, the notion that these two are completely different characters from the movie you can go in with a fresh pair of eyes and just enjoy it for what it is <coughs> uh, which is essentially what i did mm-hmm. and yeah i love the chemistry i love a lot of, they have a lot of like pillow talk banter which is really endearing oh. and it was really fun to like to just just to be a fly on the wall and just see how they interact and and how they play off each other and you could tell in a lot of the scenes that there there is definitely some ad lib and like improv going oh, so on there good. which was so good because uh, you know, that's Donald's, that's Donald's world, right? And I feel she was just kind of like rifting off of him and like yeah. it just it, it just really worked. Um there was great emotional payoff because of the di- that their dynamics are so different, like Darcy was alluding to earlier, where like um uh Donald's character is more like John is more he's more Zen and he's more chill, and uh Jane is more like of the aggressor in a lot of ways, uh, but also a little bit reserved um, in some instances. And so they, they often clash in that regard, not just in their marriage in terms of the relationship, but also on missions and it progresses and it gets really messy as the episode or as the season goes on, which is obviously interesting. Not, don't go into this thinking that there's going to be a whole lot of action. The action is kind of like, um, it's like an afterthought like there's not a whole lot of action that happens like when it does it's it's pretty interesting but that's not the main focal point of this show it's an anecdote yeah and so you're more you're more so watching you're watching how the relationship unfolds and like it's like answering the question like oh what if two spies who essentially met on like a spy version of hinge you know got together and <laughs> are now like you know that like that's pretty much what it is right so that is what really gripped me and anyone who's in a relationship currently or has been in a relationship you know like definitely watch the show you'll there's definitely something there for you uh the only thing and it's like a small it's like a small thing like um this isn't even really a con it's just like it's it's just one of those funny elements that kind of added more to the story is that they're extremely incompetent more John more so <laughs> like, like I'm surprised that he's a spy. Cause it's like, he does some cer- certain shit where you're just like, how are you not dead? Like you, like <laughs> you, you're fucking this up royally right now. And I don't know how you're still living,
0: but um yeah. So in that regard, I, it was kind of like, you, you know what though, that, I think it's part of it. And I think that there's going to be... No, a re- 100%. Re- yeah I think there's a reveal that's going to come later in the story in season mm-hmm. two related to this because I think that there's a level of like we never understood how they got selected. Mm-hmm. And I think the selection is kind of like experimentation of like putting... Totally. Like if, if, if they don't care, like put these people out to die and see what, what sticks. Yeah. And I think these two people only work because yeah. of the uh, dynamic and there is a thing in their selection that it shows you that mm-hmm. i think that, that the system focuses more on their um, their compatibility of being in a relationship mm. than it does on their ability to actually be a spy and i think that there's something to like they do th- this agency which we don't never gets explained actually probably gets better results because uh, they said something in there about it being uh, higher results because of the uh, the two. Like There's somebody else who talks about this. I don't want to hint too much at it, but um, there's something to their them working together that helps them go farther. Plus, they probably don't look like they're spies, since they're always a couple out, uh, yeah. out and about. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's something to if you can get the two, the, the best two people together, they mm-hmm. excel in a yeah. way that you, you can't otherwise because of that romance and that love that you develop for each other. So mm. I think that they're, they're a complete fuckery becomes but through their love ends up making them elite and that's like a really which is also like if you think about that from like a a relationship perspective that like you know that gets you that gets you in in your in a place right there yeah and so like i think that there's just something magical about that that like the thing that is 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 that negative that you you mentioned is actually the a gem no, idea. it's
2: definitely it's definitely not a negative. It's just it, it like I think for people that are going in and they're, they're expecting there to be like the same level of competency mm-hmm. in it, with yeah. Brad and Angelina's depiction of these characters in comparison to them, you're not you're definitely not gonna get that. Like they very they feel very much like amateur spies, and it shows like so <laughs> it, it like it shows a lot. Like, <laughs> but like it's not it's like a step above. Um, what you would see from like 21 Jump Street, that level of competency. Yeah. Like, in the beginning, I mean? in, yeah. in the
0: beginning. But then it's like they they, they change. And there's like they even, you, you made a reference of 007 because like the, the, what, whatnot. They even mm-hmm. refer to themselves by that. They're like, yeah. it's like, oh, 007 can't be out here doing this, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like seeing James Bond doing this. And you're like, they know what they are, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, Maybot in the comments, uh, she said a couple of interesting things. For, uh, first, she says, can I just say hot neighbor? I'm assuming you guys know what that reference is.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, second thing that I, uh, it kind of reminded me of something that Tactics was saying. Uh, in the first episode showed a Smith couple that was spiritual representations of Pitt and Jolie's Mr. and Mrs. Uh, example, Jane's dress and boots or John's soft caress of his partner's face. Mm. Homage. Yeah. Uh, mm. And he any like do you guys resonate with that?
2: I didn't I didn't catch that initially but yeah that um that's very accurate. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. Like I don't yeah. I don't remember the original movie to any significant degree. And I think that's one of the reasons why they they have the opportunity to change so much because I think a lot of people remember it but don't remember it in detail. And so right. it gives that that freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, the fir-
2: Darcy, the first time they use the true serum... <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. i like how when they try to explain later like like oh like it, it, you know like it's like it, it was fine like it went to play like it's like Ew. you fuck up yeah <laughs> Stop, um i'm playing
2: it yeah but uh to maybot's point about the uh the part where they go to couples therapy i actually like that episode be- but mostly because like i like you know i i've, I've I've had conversations like that from that episode quite yeah. quite frequently. So it 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 hits. <laughs> it I, like, hits I, like how,
0: I, I like how it ends though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you do what? Okay. Oh. We- okay let's go
1: okay i will say you guys have like just because i like i feel left out but like also at the same time you guys have sufficiently sold me on this on this uh series
2: honestly uh, it's good I like i'm i'm surprised i like i would understand if someone was like sitting there and be like you know what this is kind of a boring show and like like i personally don't agree with the imdb rating i I like I said I gave it a nine out of nine out of ten. Like,
1: what did IMDb give it?
2: They they gave it a six point seven. But I understand.
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 But no,
2: but, grant, but granted, I understand it because, like, again, if you're if you're looking at it from the perspective of I, I'm I'm going into this hoping it's going to be a carbon copy of the a, a lot of, action, of, of yeah. the movie and a lot of action and it's just like spread out over a long duration of time because of eight episodes, you're not going to get that. So you have to go in and you if if you can appreciate Donald Glover's style, like it, it's very much akin to like, um, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Very much. So, uh, yeah. similar to like, just what, uh, Darcy said earlier, where it was like, it's like all the episodes kind of are self-contained. Like they're not, they don't really build on top of each other until like maybe the very end. Um, so it's very much like Donald Glover definitely has like his own style and his own flavor in terms of his, his creative, uh, vision. And it very much shows in this show. And, I think that's part part of the reason why I like it so much because I I I love Atlanta and I love his style and it's it's a really great show, man.
0: I, I you know what I want to know though, for the ratings, how many of those people are single and how many of those people are in a relationship? Because if you that, separate those if you separate I, those two groups, I think yeah. there might be a difference in the in the ratings yeah. See, that's that's interesting. Because that's interesting. Yeah. like and and on top of that, like you know. Relationships with with some time and some depth because yeah Mm -hmm. there's just there's stuff in here that's like yeah you've been through it you've been through it you ain't been through it you you might not look the same to you yeah yeah oh this scene (laughs) this scene just that was brutal Mm -hmm. but the way that they like look at each other just Mm -hmm. like. That, that that would literally be would be my partner right there. After that scene, it would just be like, mm-hmm. and the way he's on the phone after, uh uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> 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 Basically, just, sh- without spoiling No, 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 I'm sold. It's dope, it's dope. You gonna watch sold.
1: it. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna watch it. I'm sold, all right.
2: Tonight,
0: watch it tonight. <laughs>
1: I have to watch it with my partner. So, uh, like, that will be when she's available.
0: Well, it, it comes before Avatar. Let me tell you that much. Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: So, moving on to our final topic of the evening. So, uh, as we were discussing earlier on, uh, C- uh, CW has a Superman series called Superman and Lois. Now, we have covered that show. Uh, actually, we stopped covering that show, and then because of a resurgence, we decided to go back to covering the show again. So, uh, nonetheless, Season 4 is currently being filmed, uh, and there has been some news that's come out that Season 4 will be the final season of Superman and Lois. It has officially been canceled. Now, the reason for this came out this past week. Uh, as Apparently... James Gunn's Superman legacy was indirectly the cause of Superman Lois's mm. run. The reason for this was they didn't want a competing Superman product in the marketplace. I think that's stupid, but <laughs> <laughs> it's I feel a lot of decisions when it comes to WB and also CW are stupid. So, that's not really me changing my tune. And like, I don't really have a lot of, how should I say credibility to uh, decision-making on CW. So uh, l- let's go to my bros who are significantly less prejudice <laughs> of CW prejudice. than I am. I am severely prejudiced against CW. Like okay. I'm, I'm borderline like a racist son of a bitch. Um, uh, if CW was like a, Going into uh, a weird
0: place, Umar. Going to a weird place. (laughs) I do that with CW. Anyway,
1: so, T, let's come to you first, bro. What are your thoughts on the reason for canceling Superman and Lois?
2: I mean, I don't get it because, I mean, technically, don't they have don't we have two upcoming Batman different versions of Batman? Exactly. Right now? Like, I mean, granted, we don't have the brave and the bold Batman yet, but isn't that the initial plan? Yeah, Hmm. that's the plan. So, yeah, I don't I don't really understand why we can't have two supermen it like and they've been doing this for forever, like even with um, when Smallville was around, they were like everyone was waiting for Bruce Wayne to show up on that show in in the span of 10 years. And it was because of the of the fact that Christopher Nolan was had plans and actually executed those plans of doing his version of Batman. So we instead got Green Arrow on the show. So yeah. yeah, I don't I don't understand why there's such a big uproar in regards to having two supermen in in rotation, right? It just doesn't really make any sense. But that being said, this show, I feel and I mean, I I think we're all in agreement that it's kind of lost its steam since the first season. Yeah. And I mean, I hope it's a strong finish and they they kind of quit while they're ahead. And yeah, yeah I mean I don't I, yeah, I don't I, I don't really know where else they can really go with this show at this point because I yeah. feel like they've I feel like they run the course. I By feel the like they're
1: gonna kill off uh Tyler and let his son like take over.
0: Mm. 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 By the way, I wouldn't call it cat quit while they're ahead, I say quit while they're catching up. Trust <laughs> 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 Trying to get back, you know what I'm saying?
2: I mean, as as far as CW shows go, it's pro- It's probably been the best one we've had so far.
0: Interesting, yeah. I would I feel, say I that like, it's
1: tolerable for me.
0: I would say Arrow had some really strong stuff and then fell off. Right? Yeah. A- after the Raza R- Raza Ghul stuff, it fell off.
1: Yeah. Right? Like, That's with all CW shows that yeah. always falls off. Yeah, it's the, the same thing with
0: Flash.
2: Flash but, had a strong start and then tanked.
0: By the way, y'all, y'all, y'all just missed that pun. Y'all missed that pun after the Raj Ghoul stuff. Arrow fell off remember what how there you go (laughs) oh (laughs) Uh, uh, uh.
1: sorry that went right over my head
0: i I, I didn't lay into it thick enough but yeah i i just had had to bring it up um i'm gonna jump in with some of my points on this so as much as what you guys are saying is logical and generally i'm like partially to agree with you I think I could understand why James Gunn would want to cancel this. And there's a couple of reasons. One, I think it's like an underperforming property. And like, that's part of the reason. Like, I mean, in in general, like while you're trying to build up the name of your thing and build up Superman as the the, the thing, you don't want another thing confusing and pulling it down. But we make the argument about confusing. Well, what about Batman? I think that, I mean, one, the Matt Reeves movie, if not already successful, may not have come as soon as like like we wouldn't get a Batman, uh, by Matt Reeves right now potentially until mm-hmm. he set up the universe. But I think also the Matt Reeves Batman and the Batman we're going to get are very different, right? And I think that they're going to be so polarly different that that might be less of a risk in in James Gunn's eyes. And I think that this Superman is more closely resembling. The, the Superman that we're going to get. I'm not saying the same, but like we, you, Umar, you have said many times, Tyler Hochland is doing a great job with yes. this Superman. And what we're hoping to get from this new Superman is going to be like this, but better. Right? In, in terms of the overall story. Right? But like delivering from the acting perspective in the same way. So I think that's like totally very similar. If we were to have uh, at World, like, or a show, if this show was, like, literally the um, uh, Red Sun show, if it was a Red Sun show, and they were so tonally different, then they might might, might not be... There's no confusion there, because you can tell it's an World property. Whereas this feels like it might, might overlap a lot. And I think that might be part of the decision process. Plus, it's just been an underperforming property, and, like... Maybe, you know, they've seen the storyline. It's going to be okay. Where do you keep going? Where do you keep pushing it? And if you keep pushing it, like, do you have to bring other characters from the CW back? And maybe there's a whole lot of contract stuff going on with CW, which probably is another part of it. Like, how much stuff do they have literally going on contractually with CW that it's like, it doesn't make sense to continue it also. So Mm -hmm. there's just a lot. I think it's just like there's maybe overlap in tone. Probably a lot to do with the contracts because that's probably plays a huge factor, and it's just not a, a high-performing property. Uh, unlike, you know, say Matt Reeves, the Batman. I think that that's just got all the right things working for it to continue going and not be as confusing.
1: I'm fine with uh, the underperforming aspect, and also to kind of like rebrand properly. I just I don't think there is any data to support that. now i i do see what you mean about the repeating feel like if like superman legacy and also superman lois had practically the same sort of approach then it's like we're just doubling our efforts for no apparent reason but like uh, leaving that aside i would say that like i don't see there's any data saying that if you have multiple like a tv series and also a movie series that are separate that they, they would inherently cancel each other out.
0: Yeah. No, I don't think that would be, but I think you need to be telling different stories or a really yes. well thought out intertwined story. And yes. I think that that's not going to be the scenario. It's not a completely different story in that it's pulling from a lot of the same notes. Right. Probably. Right. Right because this isn't this isn't very elseworldly like matt reeves the batman is very elseworld compared to whatever whatever we'll get
1: with the and bold
0: but like if you just think about like if you put matt reeves the batman up against nolan's batman at the same time they're probably the closest two properties together and yet i still wouldn't say like they're all these are the same kind of story like they're just different right yeah you know you put you put matt reeves the batman up against like you know the old batman like you know the original batman not even close to the same tone if they was a happening at the same time like you wouldn't i mean given that they, right. how could they but you know if they were happening at the same time you wouldn't compare them right yeah. you would definitely think that they're, just, they're different but yeah two hopeful Sp- superman at the same time with a lot of like so- similar things two stories about like lois is going to be an important part of that story she's an important part of this story like i i just see that they're being like yeah this is this is not gonna work well enough i think it's gonna confuse enough people to be like what are we talking about okay
1: all right well uh like like again like i am not a huge a huge fan of superman and lois so like this is no skin off my back i'm just like cool okay but like i still find i found that the reasoning to be odd uh uh-huh. and also one that was predicated on no evidence and just fear on the studio side however uh I'm hoping that Elseworld films will, at the very least, provide some clarity of doing multiple different styles. Now, I, I will say that if they're like, it has to be different styles. It cannot be identical, identical, because then it's like you're, you're telling two different Superman stories at the same time that are almost like following the same route. Then what's the point? But like, when we're talking about Superman Red Sun and a Superman uh, legacy, that's different. Yeah. Uh so like that stuff I, I can get behind. But nonetheless, I feel that uh Warner Brothers is Warner Brothers is not known for making great choices. Like we're, we're not even discussing uh Coyote and Acme. The the movie that they scrapped that apparently was really good. It's like uh Acme versus uh C- Coyote. I can't remember what its name off oh right on of <laughs> my head. But anyway, so uh yeah, so um I am gonna. I am sad to see that Tyler is not getting more Superman time. But for, like, as I've said, we've gotten four seasons. We will be getting four seasons of him, and I'm happy for the Superman, the resurgence of true Superman representation.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Agreed. All right. So I'm gonna volley it to UT for our closing remarks. All right, well, this has been another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. We want to thank you guys once again for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. on your boy Tactics.
0: Yo, Jess Darcy
1: here. This is Big Geek Geekumar. Live long and prosper, y'all. Please like, favorite, and subscribe, and we'll see you next Friday.
2: Why you always got to pose like that, bro? Because so, I got to do something. Just, just sit down, man. <laughs>